Be a doer today on the Ultimate Ground Rules. But I have raised you up for this very purpose, that I might show you my power, and that my name might be proclaimed in all the earth. Welcome to The Ultimate Ground Rules, a podcast built specifically to encourage, empower, and strengthen the faith of coaches as they live out their God-given purpose to develop the next generation of leaders. And now, your host, Dave Pritchard. Hello and welcome to The Ultimate Ground Rules. I am your host, Dave Pritchard. Thanks for taking a moment out of your day to listen to the show. My goal is to be an encouragement to you and to as many coaches as possible, so feel free to like, share, and subscribe to the show, as that makes the show easier to find. There's no monetizing here, just a simple goal of encouraging coaches so more players are impacted. So coach, if you don't mind, I would appreciate your help along the way. Today, we continue our walk through the book of James, taking specific aim at the idea of patience and action. Now you may be thinking that those two ideas seem to be opposed to one another, and our first thought may be to think that. However, James tells us otherwise. He says this about patience in James chapter 1. Know this, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger, for the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Therefore put away all filthiness and rampant wickedness, and receive with meekness the implanted word, which is able to save your souls. Now once again, James is challenging us here. He calls us to be quick to hear and slow to speak. And additionally, we're to be slow to anger. Now while James never mentions the word patience in particular, I do believe it to be in view here. Quite often, our default is to speak. As coaches, we're in front of our players often, and most of us are classroom teachers, so we spend all day speaking. Speaking in itself, it's not a bad thing, but James calls on us to make sure that we take the time to listen. I believe here he's speaking on some level about listening for God's voice. Now, I imagine you're like me, and there have been times in your life where you wish you could hear God's audible voice providing some direction. Now, while I definitely don't discount the possibility of that happening, I've not experienced that personally. However, that doesn't mean that God doesn't speak. He speaks through His Word primarily, but He can also speak through others in your life. But here's the question. Are we listening, or are we just jumping the gun and allowing our emotions to take over in a situation? James tells us that this can lead to anger, and that anger doesn't produce the righteous behavior that a follower of Jesus is to put on display. So that's the first point that James drives home here in this passage. The challenge to listen, and primarily to listen for and to the voice of God. Sometimes that requires patience. Now James goes on to say, But be doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word, and not a doer, he's like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror. For he looks at himself, and goes away, and at once forgets what he was like. But the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and perseveres, being no hearer, who forgets, but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. So James calls on us to be doers, to act. Not to be too quick to act and do so in our own will, but to be doers of the word, 
Remember, God speaks and He primarily does so through His Word, the Bible. Again, the question is, are we listening? Now, how can I live out what I don't know? Think about your players. Why do you practice? Because you want them to live out what you cover and practice when they're in the game. However, coach, if, if you expect them to put something into practice that you have not coached them up on, then you're not going to like the results that you get. It's, it's that simple. So if we're not listening for God's voice, primarily through His Word, then our actions, more than likely, will not produce the results that the life of a follower of Christ should Now, next, James really calls us out. He says in so many words, don't portray yourself to be one way and then act in another manner. He uses the example of a man who looks in a mirror only to walk away and forget what he looks like. He's basically saying, don't claim to be a follower of Christ and then forget what that entails. Listen to the voice of God and then act on it. What comes when we act in this manner? Blessing. And who doesn't want blessing? Now, the natural question to what James is saying here is, how do I really hear God's voice? And I think the answer is found in John 15, where Jesus calls us to abide in Him. This is a present tense verb. It implies continual action. We're to be dwelling continually on what God has said in His Word. Now, admittedly, that's much easier to say than to do. However, that's what will produce the results that we're after. Have you ever been in a tough situation and wondered after it, did I handle it the right way? Maybe you've been in that situation with your team. I know I have. Handling it the right way will always be a product of abiding in Christ. Let me give you just a simple example. For the past year and a half, I've had the privilege to coach my son's 10-year-old baseball team in the summer. Now at that age level, Simple aspects of the game, such as anticipating where I should be and how I should react in a given situation, are somewhat difficult as players are just beginning to learn the game. I've got to actively think about those things. Now, that same situation with a high school or a college player who's played his whole life, often, especially if they're good, that's second nature. It's just what the player does and how he reacts because he knows the game. Coach, our life is no different with the Word of God. If we abide in it, our reactions will be determined by it. And the more we abide, the more it becomes second nature because it becomes who we are. I believe that's what James is getting at on some level here. He's calling us to abide in Christ, to listen for His voice, and when we hear it, to act on it. The further we become removed from Christ, the more our actions and reactions will reveal that. So today, Coach, I challenge you, along with James, to be quick to listen for God's voice and slow to speak on your own. And when you hear His voice, don't delay. Act. Your players and all of those around you, including yourself, will be better for it. Thanks again for joining us on the show today. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast so we can reach as many coaches as possible with a word of encouragement. Never forget your job is important. God loves you and he has a plan for you. Continue to build tomorrow's leaders and stand firm in the faith.